Welcome or welcome back to Pre-Arb Excellence, a Roots-based Chicago Cubs podcast with an eye on player development. And they tell me, I'm supposed to tell you about my personal life on occasion. So today, today I woke up and I was all set to start get going. I looked over and my Wi-Fi wasn't. My Wi-Fi was not working. Everything was turned on. My Wi-Fi wasn't working. So gave it a while, thought about it. It's like, okay, I got to go to plan B or plan C or plan D. There's a local eatery that has Wi-Fi. So I went there and enjoyed a meal, enjoyed their Wi-Fi, got kind of caught up. Headed back out, and my Wi-Fi was working. Okay, kind of cool. So I found a place to sit down, took care of some stuff, got about all caught up. Headed back to my house, and my Wi-Fi was not working inside my house. It was working other places, but not inside my house. I didn't even want to think about that. I figured, okay, if it's not going to work inside my house... I know a couple other places I can run where I can, you know, park-like setting, blah, 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 whatever. Not to a whole lot of people there. So I went off to park-like setting as the minor league game started. So now I knew I wasn't going to bring my charger with me because I didn't want to leave my charger somewhere accidentally. So I figured, all right, I'm going to cut it kind of close with my power tonight. Such is life. So I headed out at right about 6, and I think I had about 92% on my uh, battery power. And I don't know if you know this, but I have like four screens going all the time because I got to have one for checking on the Cubs minor league scores. I have one for listening to one of the Cubs minor league games. One's got to be Twitter. And usually one I have for the Major League games, so I can tell what's going on there. Not just with the Cubs, not just with anything that somebody is posting on my Twitter. So I can, you know, keep track of all that kind of stuff. So I'm heading off, and the first inning of the South Bend hosting Peoria game. Ryan Jensen made 32 pitches, and that's what tonight was like. I'm short on battery, and everybody decides, let's play really slow, really deliberately, take our time, be as slow as we possibly can, because Tim wants the games to get over. So, um, there you go. And I will start at the top of the minor league ladder. I did not listen to Alex Cohen a bit. A bit more on that a bit later. Uh, Joe Biagini started. He pitched like it was May when he was fantastic. And I was saying, hey, the Cubs ought to call up Joe Biagini. Since then, he's been a lot worse, but he pitched well today. Uh, single twice, scored a run. Five and a third innings with help from Rowan Wick in the sixth. Yes, since I was at a park-like setting, I was taking 
copious notes. I actually swung by one of my trips today, swung by a place and grabbed a bunch of paper. So I have a whole bunch of paper to take notes of games and all that kind of stuff. Um, a Beatall Avellino doubled in two runs. Greg Dykeman, three, one, two, one, with a walk and a double. In other words, two for three, run scored, RBI. Antonio Rivas, uh, Alfonso Rivas, excuse me, Alfonso Rivas drove in two runs. Nick Martini was three for four. Edwin Figuera was two for four with two runs. He's a guy that I'm, I'm keeping my eye on. He shouldn't be this good. He shouldn't be this good. He shouldn't be this good. But so far, he's been all right. Um, Dakota Meccas gave up a run in relief. Ben Leeper did not over two innings. I-Cubs win 5-2. to two. Tennessee, Cam Sanders is one of those guys. I can't figure out. I won't figure out. I never shall figure out. And whenever whatever happens with him in his career, I will say I could never figure him out. He does well, and then something happens. He's struggling, and then he runs off four perfect innings. I can't figure him out. I just have absolutely no idea what to expect ever from Cam Sanders. Today, Cam Sanders gave up two runs in the second, shut down third, shut down fourth, shut down fifth. Um, I got to do the Jared Young doubles in... Um, Nelson Maldonado bot because that seems to happen all the time. Jared Young doubles, Nelson Maldonado scores bot. Um, that cut it to two to one, and Cam Sanders came out for the bottom of the sixth and gave up three runs. Um, Zach Davis would homer later. Um, not really a whole lot. To, uh, Brendan Little had an Adequate outing. Not a whole lot to jump up and down about in the Tennessee game. Lost 6-2. to two. That game went kind of quickly. That game went kind of quickly. Actually, Iowa did too. Uh, let's go to South Bend. Ryan Jensen worked around an E6 walk hit by pitch in the first. He was pitch counted in the fourth. Jose Albertos came in and was largely really good. Kind of a long relief outing. Eh, two and a third. Did he go into a third inning? Uh, but he, he pitched an extended relief outing. Nice outing from him. Apparently he realized I was putting him on the uh, three down tomorrow in my Bleed Cubby Blue article. Uh, Albertos was gifted a five-run fifth. Um, let's see now. I don't know where the first run came from, but DJ Artis hit a two-run homer to make it 3-1. to one. Bryce Ball singled in two runs against a left-hander. Um, Alexander Canario was one of those two runs. He had reached on a walk, moved to second on an error. Canario... Okay, sometimes I listen to the hometown announcers. Sometimes I listen to road announcers. And there's nothing scientific about it. There's nothing specific about it. Sometimes I think I get a better read from the road announcer. The road announcer, this is the 
first time he's ever seen Alexander Canario play a baseball game in his life. By the sixth inning, this announcer for the Peoria Chiefs is saying, Alexander Canario obviously has a strong arm. Twice he made throws. Once he um, turned a runner at third, tagging to go home into an icicle, and he stayed. Next time he made a very strong throw to first or throw to the plate. The runner beat the throw, but it was a very strong throw to the plate. Canario, I'm starting to understand him a bit. He's going to. It's not going to be a. Uh, linear progression, but he's going to have some stuff. I'm starting to understand why he's ranked higher than I thought he should have been when the Cubs acquired him. Uh, had a single, had a walk. He's going to be somebody that you're, uh, he's going to be someone that people are going to be aware of soon. Um, a, a line I used, Rice Ball singled in Alexander Canario in a sentence that made no sense three weeks ago. Um, Jake Slaughter was two for three, two runs. And this is the game that I finished up on. This is the game I spent most of the night on. South Bend took a five to three lead into the ninth. Hunter Biggie came on in relief to close it out. And he had a 33-pitch ninth inning. 5-4, to four, final score, South Bend wins. Huh! Myrtle Beach spent a bit of time following this game. It was mostly Myrtle Beach and South Bend tonight. Little tiny bit of Tennessee, very little tiny bit. Um, Myrtle Beach's offense started off and Fuego, by the second inning, third inning, they already had six hits. In the second inning, Ed Howard singled and scored on an inside-the-park home run by Fabian Pertuz. No outfielders were permanently injured on the play. I think there's a collision, and that kind of led to it. Um, two run. I didn't jot too much down on the pitching. Um about the fifth or sixth, fifth or sixth inning, um, the game got tied up, and in the bottom of no top of the fifth or top of the sixth, it was one of those two. Myrtle Beach had an inning with the announcer said a forty-two pitch inning, a forty-two pitch inning for Myrtle Beach. They didn't score. That was a lava lamp of an inning. Um, so it got tied back up again at two. Jonathan Sierra hit a seventh inning grand slam. Gabriel, Gabriel Jaramillo picked up his second save. His ERA is now 1.37. Perhaps me thinks he might be better than this league. Sierra was two for four. Kevin Made was two for five. I already told you about the DSL games in an earlier podcast. Be sure to check the backlog, the recent backlog, if you're interested in hearing about um, <laughs> Pedro Ramirez. 
I, I really, I, I, it's just going to get to be a point where I'm going to think Aramis Ramirez and Pedro Alvarez. Because they're both third basemen, both played with the Pirates, and if I jumble the names, I get it right. It's, it's just not coming yet, even though I, I'm very impressed with Pedro Ramirez. I, I still can't get his name right. Uh, he, he was three for four today. Drove in two runs and double, triple, single. Yeah, he's getting there. Um, the Mesa Cubs, like, tanked tonight. They just absolutely tanked tonight. They, uh, Casey played. He was one for four. And Kevin Alcantara had the day off. Reggie Preciado had the day off. Andy Weber and da, 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 Aramis Ottoman had decent games in rehab starts. So I guess it's all right that they're playing. But when Reggie Preciado and Kevin Alcantara sit, it's like, why am I even bothering watching? Uh, why am I even bothering paying any attention? Because they're not even trying to win. Almost like some of these other teams in Major League Baseball that aren't trying to win. I have no example, so... Um, it was a long, slow, deliberate night. But once I got home, the four lights are on. Now, my Wi-Fi is working. So hopefully tomorrow, my Wi-Fi will be working. I won't have to go out and visit a park. Well, that, that actually did work kind of well, though. I might, I might end up doing that some night. But no, uh, it was a relatively good night. I'm surprised how few changes there were. But uh, Canario and Bryce Ball both had good outings. South Bend will start Anderson Espinoza tomorrow. I did not hear, I have not checked, who Tennessee is going to start. But I would imagine before, before long, they're going to start the best starter that they have, which is Caleb Killian. Um, it's just not, you know, I, I, I'd have to see him pitch, a, you know, follow him. Uh, he'd have to do a couple of games, but I just don't, I, I think he's the best starter on the team. Um, and maybe belongs in Iowa soon. Uh, so yeah, it was, it was a nice night. And Canario, I'm starting to put something together. One of the things I did when I when I grabbed all the sheets of paper today at the at the store, uh, Dollar General or whatever it was, um, I'm planning on having a sheet of paper for most of the at least the major prospects and the guys who are going to stick around. Because if you know, I don't know that I'm going to put together a whole monster sheet on somebody who might get released at the end of the season because, okay, your time is done. We're, you know, going to be having different players in, um, you know, players coming off the 60-day disabled list, a dis injured list. So somebody's got to go kind of stuff. But, um, yeah, I want to have a sheet for Bryce Ball and... Alexander Canario and make notes to myself so that when something comes up on a Tuesday night in mid-August, I remember it at the end of the season. Um, I trust my memory, but I also know that my 
memory is getting more flawed as time goes on. But no, it was a nice night. One three of four. Um, some of it was very arduous. The ninth inning in South Bend was ridiculously slow. And the first inning in South Bend was ridiculously slow. But as long as Alexander Canario and Bryce Ball have some good times going on, I'm generally... <sighs> wow, I must be tired. Uh, I must be... Um, yeah, I'm kind of good with the, how the game went. The games went. Tennessee didn't do a whole lot. Brennan Davis, over for 4, four strikeouts. That'll happen. Um, be safe. Be nice to others. And have a nice Wednesday.